Remember, in case you missed anything, all you have to do is head to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, and follow us there. We continue with Sunday Morning Magazine with our next guest, Greg Lawrence, also joined by Sean Yazriel. They're the proud owners of Markel Benai Fine Wines. It's our pleasure to welcome Greg and Sean to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Wonderful. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Sean. Pretty good. Okay, so Sean joins us over the phone. Greg is here in the studio with us. So let's start at the beginning for you guys. Um, how did you guys meet, and did you know each other before you started the business? Well, uh, Greg and I, we've known each other all of our lives. Our mothers uh, were, you know, best friends growing up, and so there has never been a time where I can remember where Greg uh, wasn't around. We're friends, but we're we're more like brothers. We didn't go to the same elementary school, but we went to the same middle school and we went to the same high school. And so between um, us being uh, at each other's houses, you know, all the time as children, playing together, you know, spending, you know, holidays and weekends and stuff together, we were also schoolmates. We're, we played sports together and we was on the same, you know, sports teams uh, growing up as well. So uh, as we got older, we both went off to our separate colleges. And then when we came back, uh, we were in our, you know, mid-20s. And we were thinking about different things that we can get into uh, for us business-wise. And we tried a lot of things over the years. Um, um, we, you know, did a lot of stuff to try to uh, establish ourselves in business and whatnot. But it wasn't until... We were probably into our early 30s where we uh, decided to come up with the, um, you know, get into the wine business. And we came up with the Mark with our name, Markel Benai. And all right. So you guys are making history now. So Cincinnati is not exactly Napa Valley. Right. So how did yeah. what made you guys decide to get into the wine business? Just over a conversation. Um, someone ordered some wine and Sean replied and asked me if I knew of any black-owned wine companies. And I told him, no, I haven't heard of anything like that. And he said, we should you know, start a wine company. And we just laughed. But <laughs> So I went home and started doing the research. And once I did the research and saw that I can do this, you know, I was, this, is, this is pretty easy. I think I can handle this. So I called Sean with the information, and, and he didn't even know I was studying it. <laughs> So and when I told him about it, we went and went from there. That's how everything came into fruition. Okay. So you start with this idea. You do the research there, um, Greg. You do the research. You come up with this idea. What were some of the obstacles that were in your way to start this business, guys? Well, when we first, like he said, he Greg started doing research. He came to me. He was like, hey, man. You know, uh, we can we should start our own wine company. And I was like, wine? You know, at the time, I didn't even drink. And so I was like, wine? And he was like, man, it's easy. We can do this. And uh, I've been researching, and he showed me all the papers and everything. And so from that point, we uh, got into doing the research and learning how the process works. And we stumbled over a micro winery in Hyde Park. It was um, owned and operated by uh, three, I mean, five women. And one of the women there, uh, Heather, uh, took a liking to us, and she taught us the process how to make wine. Uh, but then 
uh, once we, you know, so the first obstacle wine. was you didn't know how to make the wine, <laughs> right? Uh, have, yeah. We didn't have a winery neither, yeah, right, right? Right? We didn't know how to make wine. We didn't under didn't know anything about the process and how it works. We knew it started with some grapes, and that was it. And so Heather basically taught us a small version of how to ferment wine, how to make it, how to bottle it, what bottles to order, the corks, you know, the labels. All of that, she gave us that information and we was hands-on in addition to the uh, research that we did. And then as we started to get into the business and started to become legitimate, we started to seek distribution and started to seek retail outlets that would carry us. And that's where the real obstacles came in at that point. We started to learn that this industry has a has like gatekeepers, so to speak. And so if you're not, you know, part of the industry, so to speak, in the, in the traditional sense, it's hard to get into. And so um, and then on, on top of that, we were um, the micro winery that we were uh, working with, they end up closing down and they went out of business. And so we had to leave Cincinnati and we started finding um, looking for a winery to work with us out in uh, Napa Valley. And so we went there, and from that point on, that's where we start experiencing different obstacles and different things of that nature in terms of the, you know, just the barriers of entry. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're speaking to Greg Lawrence. He's in the studio with me. We're also joined over the phone by Greg's business partner, Sean Yezreel. They are the owners of Markel Benai Fine Wines here in Cincinnati. For more information on our guests, more information on the show, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and follow us there now. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app like Podcast One or Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rodney Lear on on air. Now let's talk about your wine selection and the wines that you guys carry. The wines were handpicked by by Sean and I, and, and that's the great part about our partnership. Um, we ca- we feed off each other very very well. Um, we started off with dry wines here in Cincinnati. We came out the gate pretty quickly with those the Merlots and the Chardonnays, and and it, it's funny because at that time we didn't even know we we picked those wines because we just heard other people talking about them. Put them on the market. Um, Biggs took us, and at the time, we were moving quickly. It just so happened we had an end with someone at Biggs, and the micro winery that we were using, at the same time they was heading to be closed, to close down. They told us that they couldn't produce as much wine as we needed to to, to cover the stores that Biggs had put us in. So once we get to California. We're still using those same wines. We still use, we went to a Sauvignon Blanc and a Black Cherry Merlot. Fast forwarding, Moscato hit the market and our customer base changed. They wanted sweet wines. That's how we ended up. And now in Pennsylvania, Sean and I found a winery in Pennsylvania that was growing sweet grapes because the winery in Napa Valley, they wasn't going to do no sweet wines. They don't believe in that. So <laughs> they didn't believe in that. So now we have a Niagara grape and we have a um, Concord grape. So those are the um, grapes that we're using now. We named the, the wines after our daughters. So the Concord, uh, the wine made from the Concord grape is called Anaya Rouge, which is after my daughter, Anaya. 
which is Anaya Rouge, is Anaya Red. And then we have the white wine, which is made from the Niagara grape. And we call that uh, Demera Blanc, which is named after Greg's daughter, Demera. So Demera Blanc means Demera White. So the Niagara is the white wine. The Concord is the red wine. And we just gave them the fanciful names because we wanted to, number one, it's a family business, a family affair. And Markel Benai is the middle names of, you know, Greg and myself. And so we named our, our wines after our daughters. And then just this past year, we came out with a new varietal, uh, which is a margarita wine cocktail. And we call that Passion. Okay. What's your best seller? Uh, well, it depends. It depends uh, on which region you're in. <laughs> okay. Uh, the uh, north and uh, southeast, you know, areas like, you know, uh, Maryland, D.C., Virginia, we sell a lot of the red wine, the Anaya Rouge. In the Midwest and uh, upstate New York, we tend to sell a little bit more to the white. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Cincinnati businessmen Greg Lawrence and Sean Yazriel. They're the owners of Markel Benai Fine Wines. For more information on the show, reach out to us on our social media platforms, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Or you can listen to us anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. So you guys have been in business for 14 years now. What has the growth process been like for you guys? The growth process has been um, slower than what we expected, but it's been steady. Even with the pandemic, um, we saw our Internet sales go up very high. So... But we now are in seven different states now. So the growth curve is coming along at a pace that we wanted to be quicker. But once again, it still has been steady. Every time we think we're about to give it up, something else, a door open up for us. So we've been very blessed in that capacity. Okay. Yeah, because when we started, it, it basically, uh, and what I was getting to about the obstacles when we were talking earlier, we were running into, in the beginning, obstacles where, we would go to distributors and we would try to pitch our wines to be carried by distributors and the, and, and particularly the ones in, in Ohio. They were basically telling us that we had to get retail outlets in order for them to pick us up. And then when we go to re- retail outlets, we say, hey, if you guys would agree to carry us, these distributors would you know, pick us up and then they'll place us in your stores. But then they say, no, the distributor have to pick you up first. So we were getting the runaround uh, in that capacity. And so we basically had to uh, basically keep pounding the pavement. We went to uh, smaller distributors to try to build relationships with them. Uh, we went uh, to different wine festivals and uh, different places where we can showcase the wine. And I, and once we started, you know, going to the out to the different festivals and we left Ohio, and we started to um, gain a little bit more notoriety, that's when, you know, the distributors and whatnot started to take notice and people really started to notice us because uh, the festivals that we were attending and the different wine uh, tastings throughout different parts of the of the country that we were attending, they gave us different notoriety and allowed different people to see us and they viewed us differently than, you know, uh, you know, just two guys from Cincinnati uh, in, in our own state. And then once we started to get um, notoriety and get uh, publicity in Essence Magazine, Black Enterprise, uh, 
and a few others, that's when, you know, a lot more people and a lot more uh, folks locally started to take notice uh, in us. And uh, we started to grow uh, in that capacity. And then we leveled out a little bit. Then we'll grow some more, level out. And then so it's just been a, like Greg said, a steady climb, uh, one in which we have to constantly push forward and stay, you know, basically on the grind and stay focused on what we're trying to do. So what advice would you give to someone that's thinking about starting their own business, whether it's in wine or where, what, whatever it is, what advice would you guys have as entrepreneurs yourself? What advice would you give to them? My advice would be just to do your homework. Um, a lot of people jump into businesses and, and don't have a clue about the business that they're jumping into. They don't know the ins and outs of it, and they don't know they're not prepared for the, the hard struggle that the business may cause. So once you get into it and and study like you're supposed to study, you already know what type of obstacles that that business can potentially have. So that's the main thing. Most entrepreneurs jump into a lot of businesses without really taking the time to learn the business. All right, Sean? Yes, I would say they probably, in addition to what Greg said, they should uh, work to secure their financing and making sure they have their uh, financial resources and, and plan together as much as possible. Because uh, a business, in order to run a business properly, you have had, you, you must have the proper funding and the proper resources to, especially in the beginning, to feed the business. Because uh, if you don't have the proper financing, uh, you, you, you would never really be able to get off the ground properly because you're always going to have you know, production calls, you're going to have uh, marketing calls, you're going to have uh, miscellaneous calls, and those things are a part of the business from fees to you need uh, different certifications, you need um, different licenses to operate in certain states or whatever the state that you're in. So it's very important to have the financing in order uh, as much as possible because, you know, you never probably really have a, uh, all the money that you need. And I don't recommend for folks to say, okay, well, I have, you know, you need a million dollars before you start a business. No, you don't need that. But you do need a good a good nest egg or, or some good uh, financial resources or backing or something to really get into the business the right way so that you can cover all the associated costs to keep going until the business starts making money. Because Greg and I, we were at this probably about three and a half years before we broke even. And then once we broke even, we started to make a profit maybe in year four, yeah. five maybe. And so, um, you know, being in business, it has to be more than just uh, you have to have a, a, a passion for it and you got to really, uh, you know, be invested. And the financial part of it is, is, is a huge in addition to just the, the mental part of it. Okay. So you guys, let's talk about this from what I understand. You guys um, work full-time jobs, and you still have this business as well. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. So um, eventually, are you looking to turn this into the full-time gig? or? Yes, we're looking to do that. Um, the reason why we're still doing our, our full-time jobs is because we wanted to take every penny that we we make from the business and put it back into the business so we can continue to grow. All right. Now, this is really exciting. I understand that you guys have a movie on Amazon Prime. Tell me about this. Well, the movie just uh, chronicles uh, 
our plight in the business, how we got started, the different uh, obstacles that we had to overcome. And, you know, it basically, you know, takes us from the beginning to where we are today. Uh, but it's, it's, it's told uh, in a very entertaining and compelling way. You'll laugh, you'll, you'll, you'll smile, you'll, you'll, you'll probably get angry at some points, uh, but it's a very uh, entertaining story, and I recommend that everybody check it out. It's on Amazon Prime right now, and they can, they can view it, and, and they can learn all about Markel Benign and our plight through that movie. Through the grapevine, through the grapevine. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll definitely have to check that movie out. We're running out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you guys, if they would like to find out more about the wines, if they would like to order wine, how can they find out more? www.markelbenawines.com. All right. Thank you guys for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. We've been speaking to entrepreneur business partners Sean Yezreel and Greg Lawrence, owners of Markel Benai fine wines. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Again, remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. If you missed anything, head there now, like us there now, and follow us there now on Facebook, or you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rodney Lear on air. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.